Hey loves. Welcome to Sierra and Ryan. Talk the talk. Sierra and Ryan Talk the Talk is all about putting book talkers at the center of the story. And we're here to find out everybody's main character moments. My name is Ryan, half of your hosting team at Rye underscore Brary on TikTok. And the other half is the brilliant Sierra. Hi, I'm Sierra uh, at CCB Reading on TikTok as well. This show, we want to know so much about all the other book talkers and learn about their personalities and their interests and what makes them so unique. Yeah. Today, we have a very cool guest, one that, you know, I'm, I've been like fanning fanning over you really have i mean because a book recommendation i mean that has really just changed my year and the trajectory even of how i'm writing so Mm. jen jen brooks at ashe book boutique um ashe is a-s-e with an apostrophe Mm -hmm. and we'll get into the meaning of that hopefully within our interview Um, but jen is incredible has a great page i believe as a teacher Um, and then also owns her own bookshop and gives out great recs that you can then go buy on the bookshop. I thought that was one of the coolest things. I have quite a few questions for her about her reading choices and just the books that she's been recommending. Um, there's one particular book that she's she's done like quite a few videos on it. So I'm interested to know what her Ooh. full synopsis or review on it is because I don't think she posted a review about it. But also, can we just say how gorgeous she is she said you said you actually made a really good you said who was it that you said she looked like last time i was like yeah 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 yeah. did i I say tony braxton i think it was yeah she could be a braxton for sure she gives me she gives me tony braxton vibes with that face and that hair very stunning so i'm so So i'm just really interested to learn a lot about her her interests outside of teaching and being a bookshop owner which so whenever I find that someone starts a bookshop, it's like, wow, what's the what's the uh, motivation there? Or how did we get there? Like, yep. so I'm and just how really has excited. that business changed since TikTok? It's crazy because they say, you know, I think I've seen a lot of people where they're like, hey, look, I know that it might not seem like 11 likes is a lot on this is like random stuff. Mm-hmm. But if 11 people walked into my store today, I would be thrilled. Absolutely. And so it's like. I, I'm so curious to hear how that has affected the business overall. I'm sure it's been crazy. Oh, yeah, I'm sure. I, I, I think she's probably doing pretty well for herself, so I'm excited for her. All right, friend. With that being said, shall we have a talk? Let's talk the talk. back and we are back with our beautiful guest today stunning servant face everyone say hello to jen from ashe book boutique hello hey y'all hello everybody how are you i'm doing good i'm doing good how are you guys excited to have you on the show yeah (laughs) (laughs) we are we are quick rundown you have four thousand followers on tiktok we're getting somewhere. You are, girl, you're doing it, okay? Hello. Getting somewhere. Yeah, <laughs> yes. So yeah. let's start from the beginning. Why TikTok? How did we get there? Give us the rundown. 
Okay. Believe it or not, I hate social media. Okay. I am just not a camera girl. Like I can surface all day. Yes. For me. Right. So like making videos and being in front of people is like a new thing to me. And when I tell people like, I'm really shy, super introverted, they're like, ain't no way. Like cut it out. But like, seriously. So internally I'm like, ah, who's going to make these videos? Girl, you like, you have to. (laughs) (laughs) So, um, I think I officially started TikTok in like July, like last summer sometime. And then my bookstore, my virtual bookstore was opening in November. And so I'm like, you got to really do it, Jen. Like my self-talk is insane. Like Mm -hmm. I put myself up here, right? Like you got to do it. Like you have to do, just do a video. So like my first few videos are so cringy, (laughs) but (laughs) they've evolved, you know? And like, I learned that you just have to be authentically you, like, just be you and your people will reach it. They'll catch it. And those who it's not for is just not for y'all. So here I am slowly growing these followers and being on TikTok. I do love it now. I love the community of TikTok. I love like the people that you meet and all the encounters and the opportunities. So I do love it now. But at first TikTok was a struggle. I think everybody feels that way. And 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 you're right. The book talk community does feel like such a really warm and welcoming family for the most part. I've yet to have any issues Mm -hmm. with meeting people. Everyone seems to be really nice and accepting, which is very interesting because a lot of communities don't have that. So, yeah, absolutely. I agree. I agree. Jen, tell us, this is a little wild card. What Mm -hmm. if we opened your TikTok app? What would we find swiping through your for you page? Prison talk. Wow. Okay. Lock me up. And I don't know how it happened. I have been trying to figure this out for the life of me. And I'm just like, I don't know what I clicked on or what caught my attention. But you will definitely see prison talk. I've learned a lot about how to make a meal on a budget, okay, (laughs) from swiping. Okay, tell us a little, what is, um, I have actually seen a couple, and I don't know what this is going to say about me, I have seen, or maybe it was because I follow you, whoa, I have seen a couple of the, hey, I'm inmate number 557 and I'm looking for love, kind of, I saw one of those and was like, what the hell is that, why is this on my page? So Jen, have we responded to any of these? No, no, we have not responded, but I have been like, it is just like, And so, you know, like, I'm a writer on the side, right? Um, I do a lot of scholarly pieces, but, like, my heart has been saying, maybe you should do, try a novel, try a YA novel. And so I'm like, is this what my novel is? Is this, like, the universe saying you're going to write, like, a prison romance story? I don't know, but. Now I want it, so. That's what you would see if you were on my For You page. 60 Days (laughs) in Love. There we go. (laughs) (laughs) There we go. Wow, interesting. I know. So let's talk about your bookshop. First of all, the name, Ashe Book Boutique. Unique, very beautiful. Can you explain the the reasoning behind it, kind of like how you got there? What's the theme? Give us the full run Yeah. So um, summer of 2020 was a wild time, right? Like pandemic, police brutality, like Black Lives Matter, every, you know. So it was like a season of like, unrest, protest, everybody needs to do their part. And so like prior to that, um, I had already been doing a lot of work like within my community, um, scholarly, like I said, producing works for people to read as resources and so on and so on. Um, And I also started meditating at this time. Like um, I'm also playing around with religion and where I fit and 
how I believe, what I believe. So it's just like a lot of things circling at once, right? Mm -hmm. Um, But I really fell into meditation pretty heavily and then doing a manifestation journal like together, right? So I do those at the same time. Um, And so at the end of, you know, my meditative sessions, I say ashe, like people typically do. And like when I say it, it's just like this wave of peace that just like rushes over me and like, it's fine, it's done, proceed, right? Mm -hmm. And so as like, people were just like, you know, spirits felt chaotic and the country was like falling apart and it was just, you know, a mess, you know? And so I'm like, what can bring people peace? What can I personally do? And books do it for me. You know what I mean? So I'm like, let's do it that way. Um, I'm also a teacher. Um, At the time I was teaching English and we would talk about why we're still reading the outsiders from the fifties, you know, like, when there are relevant stories right now that the kids might relate to a little bit better. You know, same story, same theme, but they can see themselves in the text. So then I'm like, okay, so how do we do that? Like, how do we counteract this narrative of like black folks, brown folks being all of the things that we aren't, right? Like, how do we project own voices, own voice texts to the forefront? And that's what I did with the store. And so I'm like, I'm going to just create a space because I'm sick of going to Barnes and Noble and being pushed off to the side. Like these stories should take up space, right? Like we're over being limited and like silencing and not believing these folks until we see a recording, like we're done with that. So I created Ashe to kind of fill in the gap for now, right? So it's virtual for now, which is working on just fine. Um, But I try to center on non-oppressive stories and own voice stories and just resources for anybody. Like if you want to be an ally, great. If you're a teacher and you need some resources, perfect. Like if you just want to read a book, I got you, right? And so then to circle back to TikTok, I'm like, well, I'm not going to get my reluctant readers to just read because it's open. Like I have to try to give them a little bit of gin, you know? And here we are. It works. Oh, thanks. Completely. And I... Sierra, you keep me reeled in, but long way down, Jen. Mm-hmm. Jen! <laughs> I know! I know. Ryan said it this is, to me, he will not yes. stop talking about it. <laughs> I, truth, I swiped through my For You page and I saw your smile and was like, whoo! Oh, I was like, you. who is that? <laughs> and then I went to your page um, and started just going through a lot of the recs. My husband is also a teacher um, mm. and elementary. So a okay. lot of those, a lot of like the younger um, elementary books, I was like, I wonder, if, do you have that one? Do you have this? And which was so cool. And then I saw your video for A Long Way Down, read it in January. Mm. And honestly, I, I'm, I've now read it three times, plus oh the graphic God. novel has completely changed what I'm looking at text-wise and what books I'm wanting to pick up. And I've now gone through and started kind of a little challenge for myself because of you um, and doing a lot of these award-winning books. So I also picked up All American Boys by Jason Reynolds as well. Um, You should see me in a crown. There's a lot of like really great award-winning stories. Of course, half of them are now like on the banned books list. Of course. (laughs) (laughs) Right. She's like, what? But tell me about how how does that feel when you see a book, you put it out there on TikTok, and all of a sudden you start getting orders in, and you can tell, like, 
damn, I sparked something here. What does that feel like on the other other side? That's a great question. I feel like, so can I give a backstory and then answer the question? Of course. All right. So I just became a teacher. Like this is my second official year as a teacher. Um, Before that, I was in insurance forever, making great money, great benefits, super easy job, right? But like I always wanted to teach because I never had a teacher. I never had a black teacher, right? Never had a teacher who looked like me. And I remember in um, sixth grade, we watched Roots in social studies. And it was myself and another black kid, like one of my homeboys. And after the series was over, she said, hey, Jen, so how do you feel about what our people did to your people? And I'm like, 12. How old are you in sixth grade? And yes. I'm like, yeah, like 11 or 12. Uh, I don't know. Like, what do you say? Right. And so, like, I always go back to that moment and I'm like, how would my experience as a student have been different if I had more representation, if I had a teacher who looked like me? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. How would her teaching experience have been different if she had other folks in her circle who maybe didn't look like her? You know what I mean? To bounce off what's appropriate and what's inappropriate, right? Um, and so to inspire is like my whole job. To be a voice, to stand in the gap, to be a representative is like my whole thing. So like when someone is inspired to pick up a book because I don't know, I don't care if it was a smile, you know what I mean? Like, or whatever. <laughs> like if it inspires someone to take some type of action, that's great. The books on the band book list are crap, right? Those are the stories that we should be reading. Stop trying to silence and censor. You know what I mean? And those stories are incredible. So like when I get an order, first of all, it's not the easiest thing because of course I'm totally out of my comfort zone. Like I told you, Um, And sometimes I want to quit because you don't always get orders as a small business, you know? So then you're like, is my reach even effective? Are people still watching? Um, Is this work even still important? And so right when I'm ready to just say, oh, be done, go back to insurance girl, like leave it alone, Mm -hmm. like an order will come through. And then I'm like, okay, you know, I'm still moving in the direction I'm supposed to move. So it just feels like I'm fulfilling my little purpose so i'm here for it yeah, i know this yeah. is not supposed to be mushy y'all but it's no. just like heck yeah we can be mush the purpose is all is learning all about you so that's that's absolutely wonderful and i kind of yeah. want to ask you since we're talking about band books i want to ask you as a teacher how are you seeing critical race theory being handled in schools now you you would be having a hands-on experience with that how's it affecting the students how's it affecting you and other teachers that you see and um, POC and black students uh, in particular, or even white students. The crazy part is, is that it, it, it's not the kids. Like the kids want this stuff. The kids want these conversations and they want these books, right? Um, books like Speak or like The Bluest Eye by Toni Morrison, like these books relate to women. Like some of our students have been through some pretty serious situations, you know what I mean? Like, and to not give them the space to just be seen or to just even feel seen if they don't want to talk about it. I feel like that is a disservice to our students. Another thing about like critical race theory is that you seriously have to be like, have to have a PhD to even understand the tenets of it and how to teach it and how to articulate it well. And the fact that Folks in society think that us as K through 12 teachers are teaching CRT just blows my mind. Like you got your words wrong, right? So like, do we teach culturally relevant stuff? Yeah, we do that. You know what I mean? Do we create communities within our classroom 
that allow for every student to be protected and safe if we were to have a conversation centered on race or inequality or injustice. We have that community established, right? Let teachers teach. You know what I mean? Like, yes. if yes. you are so concerned, then go get your license. We have a teacher, a whole teacher shortage, okay? We could use the folks, right? Otherwise, trust that we are here to protect the children and we're going to do what is in their best interest, right? Um, another thing is that it just goes back to whose story is worthy of being told and who are we trying to protect, right? So with CRT, and like I do study a bit, I study a bit of intersectionality, so find Kimberly Crenshaw, read all of her stuff too. Um, but, you know, who are we protecting? Who's the voice? Who are we giving voice to and who are we taking voice from? So with CRT, one of the tenets is the art of the counter story of the counter narrative, right? So if we aren't, basically to me, that means that we want to believe the stereotypes of these folks. We don't want to allow the people who have lived it to offer a counter story to dispel that. And so folks are all up in arms because that holds certain folks accountable and they've never been held accountable before. You know what I mean? So of course I'm going to be like, oh shoot, don't touch that. We don't need to know that. Yes, we absolutely do. Because all of our students deserve voice and representation and to be seen and to be heard. How are you personally combating that with students who may approach you and say, you know, Miss Jen, you know, Cat in the Hat was cool, you know, but I'm looking for something a little bit, like you say, more representative of me. How do you combat that when you have these restrictions on your back as a teacher? What, do you, what can you do? I have books up, all kinds of books up. So I have a shelf behind my desk and I just display books, right? Um, and I have like the 57 bus up there. Like I have all kinds of stories up there for my kids. I don't feel, I teach eighth grade. I don't feel like they're beyond picture books, right? Mm -hmm. So I have picture books displayed in my classroom. I have books like Crown, Ode to the Fresh Cut. You know what I mean? Like boys feel mm -hmm. super fly mm -hmm. when they get their haircut. So I have all of those yeah. books up there. So maybe Dr. Seuss is questionable, right? Mm -hmm. But um, this book called Love is like one to counter that. You know what I mean? So like I have the options for them. And it is like, I feel like I have arrived, honey, when students ask me for a book recommendation. So like, yes, please ask me. I got you. I will walk you to the library, right? So I give them what they need. And like, I talk to my students just like this, you know, like we have, we bring ourselves to the table. And so they have no problem asking the questions that they need to ask or asking for recommendations. So again, the classroom community is everything. If they feel safe with you, they'll ask you for the stuff they need. Mm -hmm. I, I think that's such a good point that it's, we've talked a couple of times just about our newer generation being so much more equipped for so many things than our past generations, the generation before us. <clears throat> um, and I, I, I see it so much in Tennessee, just the kids that are like, you know, you see someone make a really shitty comment in public mm -hmm. um, and you are like taken aback and the kid is mortified. You know what I'm saying? And they, they have the cognitive understanding of like, this is hateful. Like mm -hmm. there's a hatefulness here and it's that weird what about me-isms that come out and it's like you can <laughs> you can just understand that something happened in the past and say absolutely that is true and not immediately feel like 
I am a hor- horrific person. It's like, well, <laughs> we can understand history, you know, without <laughs> making it like some big dramatic thing that we can't speak about. Mm-hmm. It's really a really strange, weird fear that I don't understand. But I, I applaud you because I'm sure, especially eighth grade. Shwoo! Yeah, Shu is right. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and those That's were such really important years. Those like formative years, that, that age range, and they're learning who they are oh and gosh. what they like. Oh my it God. It is exhausting. It is exhausting. <laughs> and so I've been like, okay, Jen, let's try to have a dry week and I'll get to like. <laughs> it's Tuesday. Somebody wine me, please. Give me a glass. No, I love my students. I love them. But it is eighth grade, is middle school is. Y'all remember middle school? Middle school is a hot mess. The worst. It was the worst. You know, like, you don't know. Do you have any students that have found you on TikTok? Oh, my gosh. We all, like, get nervous in our jobs. Have you had any of your (laughs) teacher friends or students? I feel like eighth graders are probably on TikTok. Oh, my gosh. That's terrifying. Yes, and it's mortifying. Um, But, like, I keep it clean for the most part. You know, I don't really curse as much as I want to um, because of them. They do see it. And then they think it's the coolest thing. They're like, oh, I found your TikTok. You're still talking about books. It's so funny. Like it's a book talk. Yeah, I am. And so like in the comments, like sometimes guys will, you know, make little flirtatious comments. And then my students will be like, this is my teacher. She is not interested. And I'm like, oh, my God. (laughs) That's so cute. That is cute. (laughs) So, yeah, they are. Some of them have found me. It is. It is strange, but it is what it is. It's fine. (laughs) That's so fun. Oh, I love those kids for real. I really do. There's something else. I'm sure. I bet that they adore you. I'm. I've been told I'm the favorite, so I'll take it. I'll take it. I want to go back to the name of your bookstore because I was telling Ryan um, about what the word Ashe means, um, and I know you were saying you were playing around with religion and spirituality. And the way I explained it to him, which I just wanted to kind of like get a, a reassuring from you is the way I explained Ashe was almost in a sense of like, it means amen. It would be like equivalent to an amen, right? Yes. Kind of like a, I, it's a, it is done yes. in, in, a, in, a, in a sense. Exactly. So naming your bookstore that, and I don't, I don't think you realize like you have put yourself in a situation for flourishment and, um, like uh just like an, an amazing opportunity you naming i think you naming your bookstore that really puts you in a space of saying like this is it like this is my this is my journey Ooh. this is my space come on it is done you just gave me Ashe. chills <laughs> Sheesh. no i didn't think about it like that but yes yeah. i do i do take it to mean it is done peace like mm-hmm. i'm in like i said after i meditate Ashe, you know but what you just said, sis, my goodness. It'll be recorded. So <laughs> yes. Replay yes. this moment. Clip that out. <laughs> right. Put that on the website. Yes. Okay. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. Oh, I like that. So let's switch gears for a little bit. What do you do outside of when you're when you're not teaching and you're not recommending books and you're not handling orders? What's Jen like to do? How is she chilling? How is she taking a load off? <laughs> Jen is usually on her couch watching 90 Day Fiance or My 600 Pound Life. <laughs> 
no. Dr. No is amazing. Oh okay? my gosh, she plays no <laughs> games. I'm just here for it. I'm like, I need that kind of like assertiveness, okay, in my day to day. I've been trying to just be healthier overall. I do have two kids. Um, my son is about to be a freshman, so he's in eighth grade right now. I know. So I had him when I was 19 and I apologize to him every day. I'm like, I'm so sorry that we had to grow up together, but we're good now, right? (laughs) (laughs) So I'm usually with him, with my kids. And then my daughter is six and she is my mini activist, feminist, superhero woman. And I'm like, yep, I'm like parenting is on point right now, right? Because Jaden was like, my son was like my, oh shoot. But like my daughter's like, oh, I got the game now. I know what to do. Um, So I'm usually with my kids. um, Just, we are so simple. We are just simple. We watch TV together. We'll go on walks. We'll take quick trips to like St. Louis or Chicago. I'm like smack dab in the middle of Illinois. So both are like two hours and I'm just living. I got into, um, you know, I got ambitious goals here. So I would love to become a professor pretty soon. Um, I just got into the University of Illinois, Chicago for grad school for a PhD. Congratulations. Congratulations. Thank you. Um, So I'm trying to see how that is going to look for the fall. But my goal is to be teaching at somebody's HBCU in the next, like, decade. So, yeah. Baby steps. Yeah. Yeah. That's well, amazing. having children, I, I'm glad you said that. Well, does having children really kind of push you into wanting to be a teacher? Did you find that it was kind of fulfilling as a mother for you to foster that environment of learning and reading? Like, did that push you in a way to want to be a teacher? Yes and no. So mm. having an eighth grader and teaching eighth grade is a lot, right? I'm like, it never stops, you know, like home and school. Um, but my son... I didn't think that racial gaslighting was a thing until my son and I experienced it together. And so that kind of, and I experienced that with him when I was in my teacher education program. So he was in elementary school at some time and at the time, and he was super quiet, reserved, very shy. He's like the kid that watches anime, you know, really low key, doesn't bother anybody. He had like a speech delay, like impediment for a while. So he was, he didn't like to talk to people for a bit um and he was getting picked on for it you know and then he has like not to be stereotypical of course but he has like very black features we'll just say it so he's got the nose and the lips and the things but he's beautiful you know what I mean like we celebrate all of these things but he was teased for it you know in elementary school um and so he would tell his teachers and they would be like no I don't think that kid would would treat you like that like you know, it's, it's in your head, basically. But tell his teachers, tell his teachers, nothing happened, nothing happened. I would get involved. We'll take care of it, but nothing would happen. So eventually, like, inside, he's like, okay, I'm over it. And now he's lashing, you know what I mean, out at the kids. And so then the emails came in where um, your son is aggressive and he's disruptive. And um, we don't think he's going to succeed if he keeps his behavior like that. He needs a check-in and check-out process because we don't trust that he can make good th- good decisions by himself. All of the things, right, wow. that they say to paint yeah. these pictures of these black kids was literally happening to my son. And so I was like, at the time, I had like one year left. I was about to start student teaching. And I was like, 
And I have a bomb mentor, by the way, Dr. Jennifer Martin at University of Illinois Springfield. Okay. I love her to death. Um, but at the time I was like, I can't do this. Like I had a great job. I can go back to that job. I need to be fully present for my son. He needs me right now. And she said, he needs you right now because a thousand other students just like him are going to need you later. Right? You're not dropping out of school. And I was like, oh, yes, I am. Like, she don't have kids. She don't know. Right? Like, so defiant. (laughs) And she was like, no, you're not. You're going to send them this resource. You're going to tell them that they are literally pushing him out of school. This is literally what contributes to the school to prison pipeline, so on and so on. Don't let them gaslight you. You see it for yourself. You know your kid. He is not any of these things. Right? And I'm like, you're right. And so the school was sick of me, needless to say, by the time I was done with them. But all of a sudden, we're so sorry you're right. We didn't hear him out. This kid was bullying him. Like, and it's just crazy to me how if you don't have the tools that you need and when people assume that you don't have the tools that you need, how they will literally paint a picture of you, you know what I mean? Or for you that follows you. Right. Um, and so having kids as far as literacy goes, that kind of solidified my space in education that experience. Mm -hmm. Um, But before, like just having a kid, I was like, who wants to not work to see them teach and take care of children? Like, I'm not doing this. You know what I mean? But the experiences that I have witnessed from myself and that I see in our schools, I'm like, yeah, literacy is fundamental. Like we need to know how to read these things. My kids with special education plans and IEPs, you guys need to know what this stuff means. You know what I mean? And like, yeah. Yeah. If you're not in the field, you don't really know. You know what I mean? You're just signing off on stuff. So, like, mm-hmm. yeah, yes and no to your question, but more yes. Wow, Jen. Wow. Thank you for thank you for everything. Like, <laughs> thank you. yes, no, good question. That's that's a, such a an important, and I don't think a lot of people realize that when they are, and I can only imagine how many other women in your maybe in a similar situation chose not to because they saw it for themselves firsthand of how the system was uh, kind of suppressing the voices of their children. So thank you f- so much for to your mentor for one, telling She's you, yeah, actually, you move yeah, here. Yeah, like that. <laughs> and then you following through. That means, wow, that's such, that's such a very strong story. Wow. Wow. Yep. Whew. Oh, my gosh. It's unbelievable <laughs> how the boxes that people put you in can affect <clears throat> every piece of your life after that. And that you can't even get out of it. It's just a, that's insane, but I am, how grateful your son must be to have a mom like you. I get on his nerves. I mean, you know, wow. Yeah. Well, yeah. you know. Okay. <laughs> Ooh, I know. Juice. Okay, I think with that, it is time for us to switch and do our show and tell. Let's yes. Do it. So every episode we have our guests, our lovely guests come in. Show us something, either what they're reading what, uh, what, or what they're changed their life or just anything that kind of really represents them and what they're going through. So, Jen, what's your show and tell? Well, my us? first one was long way down, but I already showed it. Okay, so this one for sure, <laughs> because I feel like it's the one that brought us together. It is. That's so true. Um, anything Jason Reynolds, I'm always reading that. But I brought this one by Yana Vansat, Peace from Broken Pieces, because this was kind of the book that transformed my mindset. I am going to be totally honest and I am a lot better now, but 
back in the day, I used to really, really struggle with like anxiety and depression. And the combo of the two is just like, you know, overwhelming. Um, and I feel like this book saved my life, honestly. So like I said, I was, I graduated high school early to go to Clark Atlanta, literally found out I was pregnant and was offered, sorry, Jaden, if you hear this, the family was like, don't keep it, go to college, we'll pay for it, right? You graduated early for this. And I just couldn't do it, clearly, because my boy is here. I couldn't do it. And so now I'm this 19-year-old mother, um, kicked out of my parents' place, got to figure it out with this baby. Thank God for good friends. Um, and I didn't see a way of getting through that. You know, I'm like 19, 20. Um, and this book pulled me out of it for real. And so I still go back to it when I'm just having a moment or when I'm just reflecting like, girl, you came a long way, you know? Um, so I know, like I'm about to tear up just thinking about it. So this is a good book and, you know, and it's so cool to like go back and read things like when you're healthy, you know, and then like compare it to where you were just because sometimes you just need to literally feel and see the growth, you know? Um, so yeah, peace from broken pieces is, what I brought to share with y'all today. I Can you tell us a little, um, a little synopsis? So it's basically her finding her way out of her dark path, right? And so she tries to recount the stories the best way that she can. But um, she's also raising children by herself and um, had some moments where she needed public assistance and had some substance abuse problems. And there was one... I marked it, I believe. And so I am writing a book um, called Mentoring the Mentor. It's It was supposed to come out already, but it's not out yet. And I'm writing it with my mentor, the lady I told you about. And I use this quote. I'll just read it to you real quick. Um, I don't know the copyright laws, but it is from her book. I'm citing her. Okay. Um, so it says, sometimes when you fall down, you just have to lie still and hope that no one runs you over. If they don't, and you lay there long enough, taking care to be very still, breathing slowly, refusing to whine, God will lift you and perform a soul surgery. And so for me, that's like, girl, you got to go through it and you have to sit in it and you have to feel it and you have to process every single thing. Like you cannot just overlook the things like you're mad. Why? Like sit with that. You know what I mean? And so like Mm -hmm. this book taught me like, it's not always going to be flowers and rainbows and glitter every day. You know what I mean? As much as you are that person, like, but appreciate those days. And when it's gloomy days and rain and sleep, like, what do you feel and process that? You know what I mean? Like, so that book taught me that and I love it. And I'm forever grateful for that one. My friend, Kelsey, if you are listening, you are like, my friend Kelsey constantly says oh, she'll be upset about something. And I'm like, okay, but look at the bright side of this. And every time she goes, Ryan, let me feel my feelings right now. Yes. Like, you know, and she goes, I just need to sit and feel this and go mm-hmm. through that whole journey to be okay with it. And you just like connected it mm-hmm. for me. It was like, damn, sometimes you really just need to take a mm-hmm. minute. That's, and you said that was Ileana Van Um, Ian, Ianla. Ian, I can never say her first name right. I'm sorry, sis. Ianla. I am just this. This interview is just. I know. So 
very touching and very just oh my god this is i think this don't tell anybody else but i think this might be one of my favorites okay, okay? don't tell anybody <laughs> don't, don't right just, just, you know, bust me here keep it here <laughs> I no it is it's important and it's you're not alone on so many of those th depression and anxiety i'm like envious that you're over it some of us are not yet um but conversations like this and just the things that you're talking about things I would never understand, however, like to be in your moment, to listen to it, and for other people to hear this is, it's gonna be unfreaking believable. I just am like sweating oh over gosh. here. I hope I'm not like. That, that Ashe pity. is coming true. I think, I don't think you realize when people see this and hear like how passionate and intentional you are, I really think things are gonna change for you, sis. Like, Oh Wonderful. boy. Okay. Absolutely. Wonderful. Thank you. know, there's like a glow just like. Yeah, you are just. It's... It is radiating through the computer. Oh my gosh. Uh -huh. <laughs> uh -huh. My arm hairs have stood up several uh, okay. times. Okay. I do not have tissues, though, so. <laughs> okay, I'm, I'm going to stop. We're going to. Let's switch gears because I do want to ask you a question. Ryan and I both saw that you had been talking about The Perfect Find by Tia Williams for like five videos straight on TikTok. Now, listen, they sent me a free copy. I have the book. I haven't oh read it God. yet. I can't read it, I'm sure. <laughs> but we haven't read it yet. And you talked about it so much. Give us a synopsis because, like, you – I mean, clearly that, that book must have been amazing. I'm like, oh, sis is good and oh heavy on this book. Um, I'm not even through it. And I'm only on, like, chapter 16. <laughs> <laughs> it's that good. It's that good. <laughs> <laughs> That's so funny. No, because it is just, like – so I'm single, right? And like, mm -hmm. you know, I'm enjoying it for now, right? And so like all of the things that this lady is going through is just like blowing my mind. I'm just like, oh my gosh. All right, so um, uh, to not really ruin it, but she is this fashion editor and she was like big time, big time, like all over the globe with this man, the perfect man for all this time. She was trying to be every single thing for him. For him to just not want the family life that they were supposed to create anymore and dipped on her, right? And so now she's like, what did I do that for? You know what I mean? And I'm like, ah, yeah. we do this all the time. Like, we do this, like, at work. We do this in our relationships. We do this with our friends. Like, why are we doing this, right? People are going to do what they want to do. Like, be you. And so, like, I just really felt touched there. So then she has this crazy passionate moment with this younger guy and when she finds out who he is, it is just, and I don't want to ruin it because I want y'all to read it. But when she finds out who he is related to, she's just like, oh, fuck. Like, why did I do that? You know what I mean? Like, I was just fine staying in my bubble. My girls made me go out and do this. And I met this guy and it was great. And now they work together and she sees him every day. And he's related to, like, her nemesis. So I'm just like, I, I know. Oh! I know. <laughs> okay. Say no more. I'm and picking it up. I'm picking it up. Halfway through. That's halfway through the book. And so I'm just like, wow. and I'm not even like a romance reader. Like I read social justice books, right? And so I've been like dabbling in romance and I'm just like so entertained. It's been great. It's so good. Okay. okay. <laughs> All right. I'm going to pick it up. I'm going yeah. to pick it up. It. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. Well, with that being said, I think it's time for our very last segment of the show, which we call Quick Wit Rapid Fire. Mm -hmm. Ten easy questions, Jen. You don't have to worry. They're not hard questions. Ryan and I will alternate back and forth. Ryan, take it away. Jen, at Ashe Book Boutique, are you ready for some Quick yeah, Wit? Yeah, let's do it. 
Morning, noon. Morning. Morning. Favorite book growing up or your favorite book from high school? Oh, do you guys remember the Meet Addie series, The American Girl? Yes. Yes. <laughs> yes, I do. I had the yes. doll and everything. My sister's a Mallory, and I believe had Mallory yes. the doll. <laughs> Where are you a regular? <laughs> Dunkin' Donuts. Come on, Dunkin'. I love them. Um, <laughs> celeb that's a friend in your head or a celeb that you have a crush on? Besides Jason Reynolds? Usher, for sure. Me and Ooh. Usher are like long-term partners. He just says it now. If you could take us anywhere in the world tomorrow, where are we going? Oh, my God. We're going to my mama's hometown in Phoenix City, Alabama. Mm-hmm. Ooh, I never mm-hmm. been to Alabama. Okay. All right. Do you fall asleep to music, TV, or nothing? TV, but to Ocean Waves on YouTube. Mm-hmm. Okay. What is your best Halloween costume ever? <laughs> I was a really sexy. <gasps> I was a sexy inmate. It's all full circle. Full circle. Yep. Full circle. Wow. Wow. Yep. wow. Okay. Well, now we know about. Now we know about. Uh-huh. Now we, uh-huh. now we uh-huh. know how it got there. What is your theme song or your go-to karaoke song? Um, "Who Run the World, Girls" by Beyonce. Girls. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's always a good choice. <laughs> yep. How many books have you read this year? Oh, maybe ten. Maybe. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Very good. Last question. What was the last thing to make you, you smile? You guys, I know that's corny, but this has been so good. No. <laughs> you guys. <laughs> oh, my God. Jen, I have oh, standing oh, ovation. to you. I mean, Thank you guys so much. Yes, yes. Thanks so much. We really appreciate you being on the show. Really quick. Give everybody the rundown. Where can they find you? Where can they follow you? Where can they go to get books, order books from um, you? Ashe Book Boutique on all social media handles. Okay. Oh, <laughs> that's it. Oh, that's it. Perfect. Mm-hmm. Perfect. 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 Yeah. Jen, Jen thank so you inspiring, so, so unbelievable. You just radiate this like. I, I can't even explain it. See, are you feeling like the same? <laughs> I am. I am. I just, I'm feeling very just, I'm feeling oh inspired. I'm yeah. feeling, I am. I'm just. I just warm my heart. Our cheeks are full. Good. Oh my gosh. I know, same. right? Thank you guys so much. Oh. Ryan. I was not expecting my life to be changed this afternoon. I know. And now, I mean, talk about sitting in your feelings. I need to go sit in my feelings. Listen. And really, honestly, I need to like, I didn't even take notes. Like I know I, I was very enthralled that we went on. We went so deep into so many interesting places and like, I'm talking like soul deep. Like I really feel deeply touched and where, where do we even begin? (laughs) One, I feel like I need a good cry. Yes. I need a good cry. I agree. And then also, I I just, ooh. Let's just talk about how calm. She really seems at peace. 
And I do think it has a lot to do with the, her book, uh, her show and tell, Ayanla Van Zant, Broken Pieces. I, I forget all my, the name. All the I Broken did, Pieces. All mm-hmm. the Broken Pieces. Yes. I mean, you can tell she's really done the work. And even though she's rather young, she's had some really experience. Some you can tell she had a lot of experiences and things. Yeah. Um, and she has it together. I am. I did not expect this interview to go so deep. I, didn't I just that. thought we were going to have a cute little chit chat, you know, talk about the bookstore, and we did. We had some really beautiful moments, but oh my god, I am we really talk touched about someone's life story that could could be a book or and should probably be content for people to see and because i'm sure that there's so many pieces that a lot of people are going to connect with Mm -hmm. um having a child at 19 and those experiences and then having an adult child while you are teaching that same grade and then seeing how other people are teaching people in those grades right and then we have wild i mean I really think that when she I'm, when she becomes this professor, I think she's going to change so many lives. And I really do think that when people see this interview, they're going to be so touched by her and her her calmness and her spirit. Oh my God, I am I'm I'm a fan now. You know, yep. I'm a I'm a huge fan of her. I just Ryan, my life, my my mind is blown right now. You know? know, and you know what's so great is that for so many really deep moments to have happened throughout her life, obviously have shaped her so like huge. But the books that Jen really focuses on, and the books that Jen puts out for those kids, are the non-oppressive stories. It's the Black Joy stories, yes. and so that I am like, hell yeah, that you have like taken all of those moments and thought wow, I'm going to now inspire people like I didn't have the inspiration. Mm-hmm. And that was really interesting. That um, story about her in um, school watching Roots, I thought was very interesting. And also, sad. I mean, how yeah. many times I'm sure has, has someone asked you an inappropriate question because of <laughs> ignorance? <Yes. laughs> or, do you, I mean, uh, uh, you're like, Let, we can't even. <laughs> how much time do you have? Well, <laughs> <laughs> It's a 24 exactly. episode season, so right. <laughs> we'll do it. But, we'll come back to it. Right, yeah, yeah. Right, but I and you know what I also love. I you can tell like her students really love her and care about her because they one want to be funny. up under her and they want to protect yes. her and yeah. they want to just and I think that just uh, in a in um, a, a test to like how much she really puts into what she's doing. You can tell by the way she talks about it. The passion that she has in her voice, the way her eyes were lighting up when she talks about being a teacher and changing lives, and then really listening to her story about what made her know for sure that that was the way she wanted to go with her life, because she had a full she had to have full scholarship ride to uh, Clark Atlanta, yep. and chose completely different. Wow, wow. I'm fascinated to know what those scholarly essays look like and I'm I want to read them and I can't Mm -hmm. wait for the book yes mentoring the mentor with her with her mentor I was so so enthralled in the conversation I'm sorry I did not take notes on that name but um it is that's such a cool story and it sounds like it's I mean pretty deep in the process I think it sounds like they are close to publication I can't wait 
I know. When's the pre-order dropping? You know? <laughs> so I can Exclusively at Ashe Book Boutique. Okay. Yes. Yes. Oh. Wow. Ryan. I know. It's so crazy. I'm telling you, TikTok is one of the most amazing freaking places. You see this incredible person. I've read a book that has changed my life that mm. I have I can't stop thinking about. It's changing the way I'm writing, the way I'm thinking. And then because of that connection, we get to bring this person on. We're talking to them. And then this is, uh, it's just the most amazing trail of connections and deep experiences that I am so unbelievably fucking grateful for. I cannot tell you how excited that just made me. I am so like beyond grateful that I got to meet her. Absolutely. I do feel full right now mm -hmm. you know i feel like like that was a really really good conversation she's a special person and i oh think it would be a really big big oh, yeah. influential person I, in this well, world well you know I, I she's already cemented it in stone with her with the name of her book boutique ashe it is done yes it is done. wow oh my is God. that how we should close should we close it on ashe 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 well, guys, thank you so much for tuning into this episode. Please be sure to follow us on all of our social media. We are on TikTok at Sierra.Ann.Ryan, and we are on YouTube at Sierra.Ann.RyanTalkTalk. Uh, please make sure that you are commenting, subscribing, and sharing. Share, 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 share. That really helps us a lot. And we are on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and SoundCloud. So until next time. Ashe.